For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. reality. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 153. All right, 153. We're rolling along. I don't have a clever saying today. I'm so sorry. Me neither. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> well. there's really nothing to go with 153. <laughs> How are you? What's new? I am good. Uh, you know, not a lot new this week. Um, just kind of watching our shows. However, I got into a couple things this week because my one of my all-time favorites, American Horror Story, started last night. So oh, it did? Yes. So and I was you're waiting. A big Kim K fan. I know. And so I was like, I gotta watch and she delivered. I'm just gonna say that. She did deliver. She was good. I I was kind of not sure because with, with these, you know the premise sometimes, but you don't really know the roles or like what's gonna happen, and they give you previews, but you just don't know. So um we knew Emma Roberts was gonna be like the star, it's based around her. Um, Kim K's her publish publicist, but also her best friend. Um, so she's in it in, in, you know, here and there, she's not like a lead, but she's a good part, but she's, she was good. Um, I don't think that they gave her anything that like pushed her out of her comfort zone. Just I was going to say yet. It was pretty, like cut and dry. Like here's your, yes. Role. Now I don't know if that's going to change. Obviously this is just first episode, but this was just kind of introducing who she is. Um, you know, kind of a cutthroat PR, that whole deal. Um, and it had a tie in because in this first episode, Emma Roberts, um, she plays an actress and she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. So I did that see was... that clip or whatever. Yeah, so that was good. Um, so I watched that last night. So far, so good. Um, you know, it gets weird fast as these normally do. So I'm going to keep watching that. Um, then I actually, I had had a couple recommendations from my friend who actually read the book. Um, so instead of reading the book first, I started The Other Black Girl on Hulu. Oh, yes. Um, and that was really good. Um, I went down a rabbit hole and watched like almost all of the episodes. Um, but it's really good. And it's kind of like, so because I didn't read the book, I didn't really know the whole story and kind of where it comes from. Uh, so when I started, I was like, okay, I kind of felt like they were just talking about the experience of like being black and being the only minority and then having another person come, what that's like. And I've experienced that. And it's always exciting because it's like, oh, someone who kind of relates, like it just feels familiar and comfortable, although I can be with anybody. Um, So I thought maybe it was that, but it took a whole other twist and turn that had a um, kind of a Jordan Peele feel to it, like a get out tour. Um, It was different, but it was really good and funny. So I liked it. I have, I'm going to finish it this weekend. Um, And then Garcella lead or she just, yeah, she is in it, but she kind of becomes a huge part of the story, but she doesn't show up until the third episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she becomes a very big part of the story, and especially toward the end. She is, like, the person, so. Um, but I want to give it away because it's good, and I think people should watch it. Um, I, and then, obviously, can discuss it because I have to finish it. <laughs> and then... Uh, Let's see. Oh, and I haven't started it, obviously, because it's not tomorrow, but um, I'm going to start the new Love is Blind tomorrow. Oh, okay. Okay. That comes out. And then I did watch Selling OC. Oh, I know. I need to watch that. You binge the whole thing? 
Oh, yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, once you start, it's one of those things where it's like I would I paused it, walked away, got some food, came back. But it's like, I need to know how this is all going to shake out. You know what they say about them tables? They turn. Ugh. Like, I oh. don't need like, please stop playing this on my timeline. No, <laughs> Not no. Well, I, I mean, it's it's definitely, um, you know, there is houses. So that's always good. Um, but it's definitely around the drama. And especially the biggest part is with the Alex Hall. Duh. Tyler thing. Um, and it is interesting. So I would recommend if they you want kiss, to watch don't that. They? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but is it like for show or is it like no? I mean, it looks like a build-up over the episodes, and you know, everybody's like commenting on him, and he's like, Hey, I am separated. I'm not no, I'm not fully divorced, but I am single. Like she could do what she wants, I could do what I want. Then it comes out that he actually made out with Polly. Oh. which Alex did not know. So then I think that sparked like a little jealous thing. She was like, well, we've never kissed. And then it like kind of went and went. And then it was just a moment of like, you know, him like saying like, I want to take you out. Like I actually want to do this properly. And then it was like a kiss. So that's, you know, that's just where we are right now. But I don't know how that unfolds. Obviously I don't think they're together right now. So clearly yeah. we know. Um. So yeah. And um obviously next week's a big week because kardashians are back so many shows are starting so many things are coming so i just tried to finish oh and i fin finished below deck oh yeah uh, the finale was fine i mean it wasn't yeah, like it wasn't no no but no, you needed not, like no recap I, yeah i hate that um yeah i hate when they do no reunion because i have questions like i want to know where everybody's at the whole Jamie Culver thing, like, how are you going to leave us like that? Right. And then and, she was and, like, when she said, she's like, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings, so this is easier. I'm like, no, ma'am. No, this is not how this goes. <laughs> and obviously, he's going to, like, see all of this unfold that you're like, oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we know Zarina and Joao are not together. I know she posted something. I didn't watch it, though. It seemed she, it was very long-winded. I don't have time. She was just basically saying that. For all the people questioning her about her friend, she did not do this behind her back. Her friend was aware of everything that was happening the whole step, every step of the way. She was letting her know what was going on between them. So it was not a secret and that she was totally fine and supported it. But obviously now knowing his true side and all this and now her and her friend are better than ever and both on the same page about who he is. Too long. Didn't read. <laughs> Sorry. Right. <girl. laughs> right. So yeah, so yeah, that that was about it for me. How about you? What'd you watch? Uh, so I watched Never Let Him Go. Oh, what's that? So I it was an art. I read this article about this guy who died in like Sydney in like the seventies or something. Mm -hmm. I what it was, and I was like, oh, it was kind of like an interesting article. I didn't really get into it, and then I saw it on Hulu, and I was like, oh, it's like a four part series. It probably could have been three parts, but um, this guy, him and his brother, are like they're almost like twins. Like they're attached at the hip mm -hmm. the guy gets married lives his like life his brother's off his brother ends up coming out meets a man in london or something moves to like sydney living their life get a phone call one day hey your brother committed suicide Ooh. he jumped off this cliff we found his body you got to get here whatever so he goes out there and his brother was naked. And he was like, well, that's weird. But his clothes were like folded perfectly at the top. But the police took like no pictures, no evidence, no nothing. They were like, oh, suicide case clothes were done. 
And he was like, no, you're not done. He's like, this is not something's up. Like what, what is going on? Like whatever. So the brother, like years and years. So the brother sold, um, this was like in the nineties, I guess. So in the nineties, the brother sold his software to AOL. Mm -hmm. And so he was like wealthy. Oh, And so he was like, I'll spend every dime. I don't care. Like I will do whatever it takes to like get answers. And so they like Australia or whatever, they never do like another inquisition, which would be like reopening the case. Mm -hmm. And so he like got them to do that. They assigned this lady, but so, you know, a little bit different here. So like the government, which is like parliament versus like the police. Mm-hmm. so he like goes to parliament and like tries to kind of pull strings which he ends up doing but also they just want him to go away so they like a stop talking like b like because he's making them look bad and they don't like it and he's american um and so he gets like an inquisition there's this big thing he ends up getting like the police investigator fired and all that it's crazy so he gets a third inquest which n- has never happened in the history of parliament or whatever so they mm-hmm. reopen the case. He ends up doing all this research. So he hired the guy who was doing some PI work for John Benet Ramsey case, which is crazy. Oh, hired this guy, got this guy out to Sydney, whatever it was like, do whatever you got to do. This guy got a ton of information, and it turns out that like there was hundreds and thousands of gay bashings throughout this area at this time frame. And they would like, they would like lure you into a bathroom. Like they'd be like, Hey, let's go hook up. And so they'd go to like hook up in a bathroom and then just like beat you to smithereens or fast forward. They've like find out, I'm going to like sort of ruin it, but they like end up linking those gay bashings to certain ones where these men were found and they were all considered suicides at this cliff. Oh my goodness. But then, like, what the weirdest part, the reason why he, like, he was like, hey, like, my brother wouldn't have been naked. Like, who jumps naked? That makes no sense. Like, you don't go and kill yourself and strip off your clothes and fold everything neatly. No. But then his ID and everything was there, but his wallet was gone. And I guess it was, like, sentimental, like, family heirloom, whatever. And so mm-hmm. they ended up linking that wallet to some guy 30 years later or whatever and put him on trial it was wild yeah it was like really it was crazy i mean it was kind of wild in the sense of wow you're wealthy so you can kind of like you could do this but if you were nobody they the australian government would have just like the police they didn't care and then the guy like the lead detective had retired early because like he was like there was so much backlash and but then there was also stuff that they were saying like the police were kind of complacent in the gay bashings because they weren't looking to prosecute like they didn't care got it there was a ton of stuff it was crazy really good really well done though hulu four parts uh never let him go is what it's called okay um and then you'll be very happy i finally watched barbie oh yes okay tell me your thoughts um, it was good. Kate McKinnon is like incredible. Obviously, we know. I this. love Kate McKinnon. Um, I don't know. Like, I it was uh, this. Maybe this. Maybe this was me. I mean, I was also tired. It was like a little hard to follow. Really, like, they were running back and forth from Barbie World to Real World. And I like I couldn't figure out like <laughs> how we were getting back and forth. And then Will Ferrell goes to Barbie well, World. They drove the Barbie car, and then they got on. The I know how they got ride. out of Barbie World, <laughs> but then I couldn't. Like it was all you had to like, backtrack and do the same. So you had to rollerblade and then go on the bike. 
Um, I'm obsessed with America Ferrera because she uh, was on Superstore, which is like my favorite show ever. I love her. Um, no, it was like the casting was incredible. The music was incredible. The costume's incredible. Like really well done. I'm I probably going to watch it again. I tried really hard to get a weird Barbie and I didn't get one, <laughs> but I really wanted one. And I wonder if that's why people kept seeing, like, I wonder if that's why it's so popular. People kept seeing it to like, there was so many more things. There were so many more like Easter eggs happening in every scene. Yes. I think so much because, well, obviously growing up playing with nothing but Barbies and being obsessed with Barbies in, even into my adulthood, uh, there was like things that they were discussing or like Barbies that they showed or costumes that they showed that I remembered. Yeah. Who was so, Alan? I don't like, did we talk Alan? about, okay. we talked about so this? Alan was a doll that they came up with that was like an alternate, like Ken's friend. Kind of like Barbie had Midge or Skipper or Teresa, <laughs> yeah. um, but it didn't, it, Alan was a flop. Uh, yeah, so like I missed all of those Alan. little like nuance. Like I don't know any of those little things. Yeah, that's why there was I only love one Alan. Sarah, though. I know he's hilarious, <laughs> but you know that's why everybody's Barbie and everybody's Ken, and then there's Alan. But why is there and one Alan? <laughs> because it just didn't work. And then like the pregnant Barbie, they actually did have a pregnant Barbie, and you had to twist the belly and to take the baby out, and the belly would retract in to make her stomach flat, and a little baby would come out. I did not know this. Yes. Oh, also, yes. you're gonna hate this. What? I kind of wish Gosling was a little bit younger. Really? Why? I don't know. Like he just came off as like not Margot's age range for me. Yeah, but to deliver that Ken song, yeah, he, he was needed. <laughs> okay, you're just obsessed with him. I know. I love him so much. I do. Um, and then I watched. This is going to be a big letdown, folks. And I'm very shocked to have to say this, but I watched Strays. Okay. The dog, the lost dog or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I want to see this, but I have not. But go ahead. So, you know, I like dogs more than people. So Yes, I do know that. The first 30 minutes are like heart-wrenching. Oh, He like what? kicks the dog. I mean, it's terrible. And he like throws oh. the dog out. He like calls them names. The poor dog just wants to be loved. It's horrible. I was like, I almost turned it off. And I was like, okay, they're going to, they're going to bring, it's Will Ferrell. It's Kevin Hart. Yes. Yeah. I was like, they're going to bring it back. They're going to bring it like They're going to get, they're going to bring it back to me. And like, it had some good moments. Um, But no, I know. It was sad the whole of, time. It was sad. And then it was sad later. Oh, like, it was never funny. There was like, there was one liners and moments and like, it was fine. Um, but it, no, it was not what I thought. Like I was thinking like secret life of pets, I guess. Like, obviously that's a cartoon. That's different. But like this was the first you watch like I almost cried like you know I don't have tears. oh no but, like you the first do. thirty minutes like this poor dog was just like oh he's my master I love him he's the best and the, the guy was like oh. you're the worst get out of here and like he was like oh, it's horrible I mean it's just not good oh, but you oh, should watch goodness. it maybe I'm like I'm it, I I won't be giving it another shot um it was heart wrenching to watch the first thirty minutes of this poor dog just and the dog he's so cute he's like a little terrier. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm going to try it, but I'm not going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny. Like Kevin Hart's great, obviously. Like when he, so he like meets He's the so strays funny. of the world. Um, I don't know. It's just sad. They could, maybe they could have just shrunk that, or maybe he could have gotten lost. I don't know. Mm. Like he he becomes a stray because the guy doesn't want him, and like it's sad. It's terrible. It was not what I expected. But, well, is it, it was about finding his dog family. Well, he like links up with the strays, but he doesn't. He's like, I'm not a stray. I have a family, and like, 
it's the strays are like no, no he's you a ter- don't well they well, yeah and the strays like tell him what a terrible life he came from but he doesn't know that he just wants to be loved got it and so he was like oh he doesn't mean it like i forget what the guy's name was um it was will forte but he was like he doesn't mean it he you know did it he threw the ball for me like i mean you're gonna see it but like he goes and drops the dog off and hopes he gets lost oh. but the dog thinks it's a game it's really well, sad it's terrible do. like you might cry in the first 30 minutes i cry a lot so that's i know that's what i'm saying that's why like if i was close i was like oh rough oh okay anyway jumping into hot topics because these are going to be a lot more lighthearted. <sighs> This week, my goodness. Shannon Storms Bador got a Dewey. I mean, this is kind of like, I I don't know, this weird, like, karmic universal thing, which, I mean, A, we all knew she had a drinking issue. Like, I don't want to say drinking problem, but there was definitely a problem. She drinks emotionally. Yes. She so, drinks for the wrong reasons, if you will. But for her to constantly beat this horse about Gina and the seriousness of that situation and all the things, and then here we are, it's just kind of like, hmm, okay, Shannon, here we are. I mean, when I first heard, I was like, okay, like, makes sense. But then I saw the video. <laughs> oh, my God. And what's the concerning part is, like, when she slammed into the house, it, like, ripped some piece of her car to shreds, obviously. Yes. And then oil begins to spew all over the place. Yep, but that's the, how they found her. The original article, well, hold on. The original article said, oh, well, then she, like, parked her car and, like, got out, like, false. Her car ceased to work. <laughs> like, her yeah. car was no longer running. It died. It just sounded better when they said she parked in the middle of the street. Yeah. So she had to abandon her vehicle because it was no longer operational. (laughs) She then proceeded to take her 10-year-old golden retriever dog, who survived cancer, by the way, (laughs) and act like she was walking Archie and like that wasn't her call (laughs) at 1 a.m. So like why <laughs> I'd like to get to the bottom to why you took your dog out in the first place with you when you went to a bar. So I think I've broken it down. So now okay, so now we're getting tidbits. So now there's a tidbit that the neighbors heard her and John fighting prior yes. to her speeding off. Yes. She's going was... very fast too. Like NASCAR fast. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So the car is totaled. She has her left arm in a sling, it seems. It seems to be there's some sort of bruising on her face from the paparazzi photos. But now we find out that she was at the, it's called the restaurant. Is that what it's called? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's called the restaurant, but everyone's calling it like, oh, that restaurant. But it's the restaurant is the (laughs) name of the restaurant. So it turns out she was there. She was a little bit unhinged there because... Wait for it. <laughs> Alexis Bellino. Like, this is like season eight drama. Uh, Alexis Bellino was there and Shannon caused a scene because she hates Alexis Bellino, but really she hates Alexis's ex-husband, Jim. Alexis had no dealings in this, which total rewind to literally almost a decade ago. But yeah, Shannon and Tamara were in a loss, a defamation lawsuit with Jim Bellino. Tamara so was dropped from it, right? 
Yes. But Tamara it's so was ridiculous. exonerated. Yeah. So she was at this bar yelling about Alexis Bellino. So here's what I've decided. She was there drinking her tequila, as we know. She gets mad at Alexis Bellino. She then goes to John's house, where I think Archie was. Probably. She gets to John's house. She probably was shit-faced. She drove there, I'm sure, from the restaurant. Caused a scene with John. John probably got upset, or she got upset, whatever. She grabs Archie, hops in the car, and then this all happened. That's my story. That's my timeline, and I'm sticking to it. I mean, you're probably correct. And now her team is sending out cease and desists to anybody in order to tell them to stop talking about Shannon's DUI. Doesn't work like that. Also, her rich white woman privilege came through when she was I, she was booked on two misdemeanors, which is bizarre because any hit and run is a felony. Yes. Especially DUI hit and run. Uh, her mugshot is under lock and key. It will not be released, which we know everybody's mugshot gets released all the time. It's public record. Yes. And, like nothing else will be released for now. <laughs> I'm like, these are going to be upgraded to felonies. Let's be real. Yeah, you caused property damage that was like considerable. And you're very lucky because it's a busy street where people usually are coming and going and out of these residences. And you luckily didn't hit anyone. And you're lucky they gave you your fucking dog back. Well, I someone said like John came and got the dog. They, yes, they released but- the dog to John. Yes, they did. However, it could have gone to animal control. Yeah, because you could have killed the dog. I mean, Archie probably. What a wild ride. Archie was like, Literally. get me away from this lunatic. Bitch, I'm a cancer survivor. Get me out of here. Yeah, this like I I have come through too much to die in the car with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ugh. so apparently she's super embarrassed, but Jeff Lewis is speaking on her behalf. I'm guessing that's where the cease and desist went. Um, Tamara came out crying on her podcast. Oh, like, girl, God. bye. This does not involve you. I didn't know. She didn't tell. We were just we on the phone. She didn't tell me anything. And she was like, like hyperventilating. Like, oh my God. And then Get posted a photo together. of them hugging. Like, girl, goodbye. Yeah, Tamara. you're upset because she can't do your uh, Trace Abuelas anymore. Yeah, girl. She's got to go to treatment. Cancel uh, your shows. Mm-mm. Well, they're doing a show, but Tamara's on Traders, right? Uh, yeah. That's weird. Interesting. We'll talk about that. I wonder later. if it was filmed already. But um, Anything else on Shannon's DUI? I did not post the video. I did post the news. The video is pretty... <laughs> ex- pretty. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot. Um, but you can find it on Instagram if you're looking for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, more celebrity breakups. This, okay. I, I'm just going to say this for someone who is in a relationship and... Moving towards the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> the sanctity. <laughs> Watching all of this breakups left and right over the last couple of weeks has been very stressful. I mean, yeah. just wild. I mean, Hugh Jackman, 27 years. Right? And they were like thick as thieves. Every time you'd see them, they were so in love with each other. Well, and it's funny because, you know, people always drag him like, oh, she's older. Oh, she's, you know, she's curvy. They didn't use that word. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, people kind of dragged him for years. About, like, what were you thinking? And he's like, "I, she's my number one. Like, she stood by me. I'll stand by her. Like, there's no, there's zero chance. And 27 years, he seemed pretty broken up about it. Maybe he's gay. 
Oh, uh, why does it always go to the gay part? <laughs> I mean, that's the trend I mean, right now. Uh, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It's just wild. It's like, that's a long time to just be like, all right, well, never mind then. Well, I mean, their kids are grown. It's like, what, you know? I know. It's just, I feel like the whole years. point is to grow old together. Yeah. It's hard out there, guys. You're going to be on the Golden Bachelor next thing you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jeezy also filed from Jeannie Mai oh, after two years. That that for me was a rough one. Apparently, she's holding out hope that he'll change his mind. Yeah, because she didn't want this. They're saying he wanted it because of their fundamental, p- yeah, fundamental parenting life values or something. Which I don't know what. I mean, culturally, they're very different people, so that could come into play. But I just really <laughs> liked. I mean, it is true. No, I know, um, but I, I'm thinking more like he's this hardcore rapper and she's like, he, yeah. Yes. But also he does a lot of philanthropy. Like he does things, but yeah, he's a Jeezy the snowman. So how are you going to say you're Jeezy the snowman, which is, I mean, in, in like pertaining to drugs. And then now you Thank have you for putting that up. I was concerned. I, I just wanted to, just in case, I just wanted everybody to know. And then you, and he had some hits. I'm not going to take that away. Oh, I yeah. He had some hits, but then. Now you're going to sit here and say you have values and she doesn't. So you got to get a divorce. Like what, what, what is going on here? Well, And like you, and you brought a child into this world. Which she did not want until yeah. she met him, by the way. I know she left her ex and now he's got like four kids. Yeah. He's living it. He's living the dream. He's really not. He's living in Tennessee with that girl. He's not, that, that is not the dream. Folks. I mean, he wanted kids. Yeah, no, I know. But like, that's definitely not the dream. Now you got a whole bunch. So. Um, well, Bachelor Michael Alino or whatever, and what's it? What's that girl? I didn't really like her. The mousy. Um, girl. I liked them for for each other. They were great for each other, but they split up after almost two, like a year and a half or whatever. Yeah, she and, moved like, there. I know. Ugh. She moved there, left her job, like moved there, but moved into a separate place to ease his son into having her around. Which I thought, okay, this is not already like this is concerning. I'm not going to move to a whole other city. To be with you, but live by myself and pay rent somewhere else. But I understood, like, okay, you know, his mom died. He's a widow. All these things. You got to be sensitive to the process. I get it. But it always just kind of seemed like, okay, does so where does she, like, what priority is she in this? Well, I we just don't know. He, he doesn't seem ready to move on. No. And, and, and we don't know the reasons they broke up. I'm not sure if she just was like, Hey, look, I'm ready to live together and start up life. And he wasn't, I don't know, but I, I did like them for each other. They were yeah, just I cute. mean, he's still posting his, his ex, his former. Yeah. What do you, I mean, well, no, 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 that's his, it's his wife. She is his late wife, late wife. There you go. So he yes. still posts her. He's got like charities, that he makes the kid the kid they celebrate birthdays and like holidays well, with her and like I get it but like it's got to be hard to be a single woman trying to like infiltrate yes. that you know like, yeah you let's def- celebrate your late wife's birthday I can't well, wait you have to find your place in that because you, you want to have realize- sex after because that sounds really fun well you have to find your place in that because it's for your child your child yeah um I will say as a widow I still post my late husband when it is his birthday and and like wish him a happy birthday in my own way i'm always respectful to my current relationship about it because that's yeah. the p- appropriate way but i don't throw him a birthday party or anything like that but yeah. i um 
you know, I think that it's, it's still someone you loved and you want to recognize and remember them in your own way, but you have to be respectful to your partner. Yeah. So I don't know if he wasn't doing that. I mean, I also don't have like a six-year-old, so it's different. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sophie, speaking of breakup, Sophie Turner filed a bombshell lawsuit Jeez. today. So apparently Joe and Sophie were talking about relocating to the UK. They were selling their Miami home. And then he dropped this bomb of the divorce. She says she was blindsided. His team says he, she was not blindsided. Um, and now she wants to enforce what they spoke about and relocate the kids to the UK. He says, absolutely not. And she's saying it's abduction because he won't release the kids' passports. But it's not. It is not because if you filed and do the filing, neither of them can relocate the children. He's One, following the order. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, like the judge is going to be like, it's not in the kids' best interest to relocate them currently. No, especially They're on when tour you have... with him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. it's a lot this week has just been i mean all these breakups i don't even know who's next i i can't handle too much more also i noticed a lot of the um the old as we're going into the new bachelor in paradise obviously um season is coming up a lot of the others that were our favorites have all met ladies and now everybody's dating and things rodney's got himself a lady andrew's got himself a lady things are things are going in a different direction okay okay I know Rodney's really cute with his lady. I love Rodney. I'm glad. I hope he's happy. Uh, also, this is a this was a divorce I did not see coming only because what's up? Bijou Phillips filed for divorce from Danny oh, Wilson. Well, we talked about the rape charges. We talked about the sentencing. Uh, so my gut says that this is for financial and custodial reasons. Like, hey, you're going to jail. Let's just get everything hammered out. That way, we're not like dealing with anything while you're away because she's still wearing her ring. She stood by him through this three year trial, three years. Yeah. She spoke out for him. She wrote letters like she's done all this stuff. So why now? Well, I, and they said she was completely blindsided by this, that they did not think he was going to get convicted, that his lawyers were very optimistic in telling them if they did not think this was going to happen and so she was completely like sideswiped to where when they read the verdict in court, she was crying so hard. The judge said, like, I understand the situation. However, if you cannot pull yourself together, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You got to go. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that then when the devastation hit and then it was like, wait, I'm going to. So, so I have to stay here for 30 years and wait. Uh, no, I'm going to do that. I don't know what she's like. Oh, he'll still get visitation, all this stuff. I don't know. Of I course. think it's. I think there's probably a civil suit coming. Yes. So this protects, this would protect any money that she's going to get now. I don't know. I mean, I just don't know how you go. How do you go to all those lengths for three years and then go, oh, you're okay. I'm done now. Yeah. It's when you got convicted. You could have left. She could have, I mean, technically, they could have divorced before his conviction, protected the money and got it in place just in case so that she still was by his side and supporting him as, as, you know, a partner, but not as his wife. So that all that was hammered out beforehand, because now if they're going to, they see, okay, she's filed for divorce. What if there's a scramble now and they freeze this money because they want to sue and do a civil suit? Yeah. Or what if his appeal goes through randomly and then he gets out? True. 
I don't know. I just don't think it's weird that you stood by him for so long and then all of a sudden, like, absolutely. Okay, now I'm out. <laughs> Gotta go. No, if I'm it staying, it sounds I'm like staying. there's an ulterior motive there. Yes, because really, honestly, like, what custody is he going to get of this child when he's in prison for the next thirty years? Yeah, she's nine. She'll be an adult soon. Visitation. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, speaking of Bachelor, your boy Clayton is oh, back in the news. You know, every time we say we're not going to ever discuss Clayton, Clayton does some ridiculous shit that we have to discuss. I am happy to discuss this because he is a giant tool. <laughs> Wild. So Clayton had a fling with a woman. So he's a real estate agent in Scottsdale. This woman came to Scottsdale. She was looking for somewhere to live. He was going to help her. So they ended up spending the night together, and then the next day they were going to go look at places. Did I get everything? Sounds about right, yes. So it turns out that they hooked up. He says it was only oral. She says they slept together. She's now pregnant with twins. She found out she was pregnant in June. She contacted him right away. He blew her off. He ghosted her. He blocked her. Then he agreed to do a paternity test as long as she would pay for it. So she pays for it. $725. Yeah. Because she's still pregnant. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the place of his choosing, which she said she followed all the rules. And then he no showed. He has been sending her text messages that she's a liar. There's no need for a DNA test because uh, they never had sex. But then he sends her text messages, which is very bizarre, alluding. So he told the news, we did not have sexual intercourse. Mm -hmm. They first connected when she was looking at properties, whatever. She was looking for an investment. He wasn't ready for anything serious because he said the bachelor had hurt his mental health. They engaged in sexual activity, which he denies, allegedly, as you like to say. Yes, allegedly. Um, so in response, though, so then she goes to the court and is like, that's it. He no-showed for this. He's not responding. I'm going to file whatever. So now he's requesting a court-ordered paternity test. <laughs> but then again, he wants her to pay. But she already paid the 725 when you no-showed. Yeah, that's now your responsibility, bro. He's also insisting that she pay his attorney fees because her oh my god, this claims, guy. her claims are groundless and lacking in merit because quote we were never intimate. I mean, when she put your dick in her mouth, I mean that's intimate. That's pretty intimate, and you're intimate, telling me that sir. happened, and then that was it. Come on, uh, he was then scheduled to take a paternity test next week so that's on the docket apparently the court date is the 28th for a resolution if they choose so he did text her are you ready oh this is not good folks (sighs) he also allegedly texted her if it ends up being my child why would you say that First that's that's what lost me. That why is why would lost you text this woman? This mind you, these texts came through before I think he missed the paternity test. He allegedly texted her, if it ends up being my child, I have decided that either you'll take a hundred percent custody of the child or it will be put up for adoption. I will not be raising it in any capacity. Oh my god. This must have been before because I don't think they knew it was twins yet. Because he says right. the baby. He didn't right, say right. multiple babies. 
Oh my god, this guy. In another like, message, so you're a dirt bag. Wait, are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, in another message, he writes, "Quote: My hatred will only grow if you decide to put me through all of this. My personal hell would be having to have you be a part of my life." Oh my god, I hate this guy. <gasps> She claims that he's been cold and heartless. We saw. Uh, he has clearly a bizarre scenario where he has claimed that I wanted to explore a relationship with him because I wasn't actually pregnant. I she went to his house, so they met up after. When I told him I was pregnant, he started writing erratic, illogical, and threatening messages. She stated in the email, he has been clear that being a father was not in his life plan. And it would get in the way of his dating and professional life. Susie, you dodged a bullet, girl. Thank God. And Rachel and Gabby and every other girl who's going to encounter this Oompa Loompa, not Oompa Loompa, whatever you have, fucking, um, what's the Mario guy? A Goomba. That's what he is. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Tasha. Oh, yeah. Or not Tasha, Michelle. 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 That's who, yeah. Well, like so then of you. she took a pregnancy test in front of him, and that's when he started denying anything happened. But why would you have her over to take a pregnancy? I'm confused. Like, she didn't spit your cum out and insert it into her, sir. I mean... That was graphic. I apologize. I just cannot. She, uh, she went on to say that I'm concerned about my safety, and I don't know what actions Clayton will take because he is volatile, controlling, demeaning, and hateful. I agree. On all four fronts. Yeah, absolutely. He is a self-centered, unchanged man whose main goal is to get on Dancing with the Stars. I fully believe that because he posts terrible dancing videos every day. Well. He, he even threatened to sue me if I went public. It was That would mean that he would not be invited on the show. Clayton has told that he plans on suing this one for emotional damage and fraud. A, Initially, he told the publication that he believed she looked bloated and not pregnant. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's when he asked her to take the pregnancy test in front of him, which oh she did. Oh, my God. Bloated. That's I, a guy thing to say. Sir, this is this will teach you to wear a condom. Uh, yeah, that it shouldn't have to teach you. Like, you should have just known better, dum-dum. Yeah, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say I really hope these twins are his. And I hope yeah, and why do people lie? Why do you lie? If you know you had sex with this person, it's very possible that this is the case and it's going to come out. So why lie about it? Just say like, okay, well, I really don't want to do this, but, you know, I got to accept responsibility. Not There's no possible way. That used to get me about Maury. They would go, these women would go and be like, it's a thousand percent, a hundred thousand percent yours. Like, and the guy'd be like, uh-uh, no, no, no. And and then sure enough, it would be like, why do you ugh, these people? This guy. I mean, that's Dancing, made my, Dancing that with made the Stars will still take you. Like, he could probably still be on Dancing with the Stars. I mean, but... maybe not. They might have to cancel this season. Oh. What? Apparently, they're violating w- WGA rules, even though they thought they weren't. But uh, oh, apparently, a decision we made this week. I mean, they're launching next week. What are they going to do? Well, good. Fuck you, Jamie Lynn Spears. I hate her. Yeah, I know. I know. But she was going to get voted off immediately anyway. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, we got the Traders season two cast. I'm here for it. First and foremost, 
they've eliminated it looks like they've eliminated the civilian aspect of it now it's just like reality tv stars ct is going to be on there dan giesling who won big brother is going to be on there deontay wildler from you he's from ufc right uh he's a boxer oh a boxer okay that's a weird Mm -hmm. that's a weird one uh janelle Janelle from big brothers bananas from the challenge and then we have larsa pippen and marcus jordan which is very interesting that Marcus is like all about this. What? Yeah. Maxim Chermovsky from Dancing with the Stars. Mercedes from Shaws of Sunset. You know what I should do sometimes? Go back and start season one of Shaws. I love Shaws. I would, I, would, I would watch that over again in a heartbeat. Um, Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race. Pepper. Okay. Paul Weber from The Bachelor. Was that? Or Peter Weber. That's Peter. Pilot, mm-hmm. Pilot, Pilot Pete, Peter. Right? Yeah, his, yeah. Who's his mom that everyone hates? I don't remember. Uh, Phaedra. Lover. Sheree, Tamara, and Trishel Cantonella. Oh. <laughs> that bitch is wild. She is. So the premise and- is three people become traitors, and their plan is like to get the group to vote all the non-traitors out, like vote themselves out, essentially. Yes. Did you watch season one? Only the first couple episodes, and I was like, I don't, I don't think I like this, but I'm yeah. gonna try this. I mean, funny that Larsa and Marcus would go on there together. I think that's straight. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Michael Jordan must be rolling uh, on the floor. Yeah. he's beside himself. Like, beside oh, himself. Oh, now he's doing reality TV. <laughs> Great. Wow. Okay. Anything else on hot topics? Um. No, no, we had I mean, a lot this week. I there know. was a lot going on this week. There's more, but we just didn't even. I know. There's no, so we many left things. the we left the beermans out of it. So we oh, didn't have time. Those dum dums. Uh, we we're going to talk about some Roni today. We've got SLC and we've got the OC, the episode before the finale. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's get Roni out of the way. It wasn't <sighs> that. It was just kind of whatever. Uh, I'm going to say something actually, which I I don't know if you'll agree with this, Bryn. Okay. Totally redeemed herself for me on vacation. Brynn on vacation is a vibe. Mm, okay. She was funny. She was light. She wanted to have a good time. She was like, I hope I'm black out by noon. Like she was all by lunch. Um, I was here for Brynn on vacation, not here for Brynn in New York, though. Yeah. Brynn is okay on vacation. I, well, I don't mind her. I think what I don't love is this weird, like Jenna thing she's doing. I love it. I'm like, what is this? Like, Bryn Lyons, oh. I've got a good ring to it. I was like, oh, it really does. Yeah. Oh, I was like, okay. Um, Jenna wants a prenup, by the way. Clearly. Uh, Jessel and Cy are getting into it for some ungodly reason. It's almost Ugh. like Cy is like, oh, well, I struggled more, but I struggled more. Yeah. It's like, you can't just. If you ask someone for their experience and they tell you their experience, you can't then undercut the experience. You just say, oh, okay, thank you for sharing. That's it. That's all you got to say. Well, and then Jessel tells Bryn, like, hey, I feel like she's kind of like coming for me. And then Bryn goes back and tells it. Yes. Uh, Aaron versus Jessel. Aaron calls her inauthentic. This kind of spurs, the group's kind of splitting. Jenna's not saying anything. Uba's taking Jessel's side. Bryn is stirring the pot. And then Sai's taking Aaron's side. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I guess like they're waiting. They're like, oh, just, just say you were wealthy. Just say your uncle was wealthy. And she's like, if I was filthy rich, I would tell you I was filthy rich. Like I would not have any issues there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just think that like, 
they're like, oh, we're opening up and giving you a story, but like she's not doing the same. But like that's her story. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I mean, you don't want her to make up a story, but then you're not accepting the story she's giving you. Totally. Uh Bryn was a piece of work at dinner, but I was laughing at all of it. She was yeah. deep, deep throating the straw. Yeah, it, it was a little wild. Uh, how do you put a tampon in your butt? That <laughs> is, when she said that, I was so like, what? That's not, like, you know that's uncomfortable in the wrong place. Well, and like she's 13, but even at 13, I think you'd be like, oh, that's my booty hole. Well, she's like, I didn't know there was another hole. Like, how do you not know that when you wash your body, you feel there's different things down there? Like, first of all, at 13, I was not allowed to wear tampons. I had to wear pads because that's what they started you with in my day. Yeah. You could just jump on in head first to a tampon. <laughs> but... But or like still, tip, tip first. <laughs> yeah, like they explain to you how this works. But when you wash your body or in the bathtub or whatever, like you feel there's something there, there's two holes. Well, like, like clearly, at 13, you're wiping your own ass. So I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> and you know, like two different things come out of two different places. Yeah. It just seemed a little bit wild when she said that, like, what? Uh, we wrap up. Aaron takes Uba's phone. I want your uncensored go for it what are your thoughts okay so here's my thing a and you know i'm not i'm not like the biggest aaron fan out there however who is by the way uba left her phone uh in the car so luckily the driver found it and was like hey hey can you give this to uba otherwise it would have been in there and nobody would have had it now in the spirit of this back and forth like pranks and jokes it was like oh i'm gonna hold on to it because she pushed me in the pool, so now I'm going to do this. She didn't leave the house with it, although I, I probably would have intended to be like, I'm going to give it back after like an hour or two. She didn't clearly notice, but then they all went to bed. So it was like, okay, well, whatever. I didn't know she's going to panic because I'm looking for her phone. So it kind of felt like it wasn't as that serious. Like she was already mad, but she took mad to like a bigger, whole new level. So and I love Uba, but I think that oh, Uba took okay. it a little... I think Uba took it a little too far on the anger scale. Okay. I am Uba's side because, hey, I mean, she had a very good point. Like, that's my entire life. Like, if that, God forbid, if you lose it or if you drop it in the pool or whatever, like, I'm screwed. I'm not home. I'm I'm on vacation. Like, I have nothing else but my phone. So I would have lost my goddamn mind, A, because, like, I, I just don't do well. Like, why are you keeping my property from me? Like, that's not, I don't care what it is, even if it's glasses, if it's something, like, stupid. Like, wh what is your point? Uh, she got pushed in the pool, but, oh, that's not good enough because I didn't get to do it. Like, who cares? Like, we're adults. Like, we're not pranking each other. Like, this isn't, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I get, I don't know. I just think, like... First and foremost, you left it in the van. So it wasn't that important or serious because you left it. Well, she, I mean, I so, probably didn't think about it. Right. But you left it and the guy could have drove off with it. So it was like, oh, hey, somebody give her this. Like, here's the phone. It was like, oh, she didn't go in her purse and steal it out. No, I know. But then Aaron was like, oh, well, she's lucky she has it because I'm the one who got it from the girl. Bye. You were just the first one to the last one to exit. So the man 
called it, you know, called you back for it. I think that Uba should not have taken Aaron's glasses off. I'll give you that. Um, I don't touch people. We know this. Yeah, um, I don't think. I but mean, I can. I, I I see where she was coming from with her. Like she was very upset by it. Which actually, people are like dragging Sai a lot. But I think Sai actually keeps the story moving for us. She went to Uba. She told Uba where the phone was. She went to Aaron. She told Aaron that Uba was upset. And then that's what spurred the argument. Yeah. There wouldn't have been an argument if Sai hadn't have pushed it along. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she was doing anything other than like she was there when the phone was handed to Aaron. So she knew Aaron had it. And so instead of letting her like spend the whole night panicking about her phone, she told her where it was. Like, I felt like she did what she needed to do. I don't know why she would be included in this like anger uh, campaign that's going on here. I think, yeah, you could be mad and upset. And I've been mad and upset about things, but to get that aggressive and like get in her face like that over that, it would just seemed like a little bit excessive. Yeah. I mean, I think it escalated with the whole like, oh, Aaron was right there. I don't know how we got to that point. Hopefully we'll it just more. went really fast. Yeah. It, yeah, for sure. It was dark. Um, Anything else on New York? No. Mm-mm. I'm really interested to see how this reunion plays out. This is this is kind of all I'm waiting for. Yeah. Point. Yeah. I don't know if anybody is going to be friends by then. Well, no, we know. So Sai and Bryn have a falling out over some secret, which we don't see yet. But Sai yells at Bryn coming up. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. Jessel got front seat. I feel like they're all going to kind of be coming for Jessel besides Uba probably. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting. I'm here for yep. it. Yep. Me too. Um, you want to go to Palm Springs for some SLC or uh, you want to go to Mexico yes. for OC? <laughs> no, no, no. I, what, SLC, when is the last time that all three were on vacations? I know. I don't, I, not that I can even remember, <laughs> but I watched this episode three times. It was so funny <sighs> and it caught my attention so much. And I just felt like I missed something. I have to go back. I know I missed something because it was so funny and it was so good. And each time I saw something else that I was just blown up, mind blown. Like this I have two words the in the letter for you. Mary M. Uh, Cosby. My, the whole, yeah, this, this is great. Like this is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we start off with everyone arrives, they see Angie, but then there's touring the rooms and Angie's like, this is my room. Like, no. you don't have a room. First of all, you just showed up on a trip you were not invited on. You just come out and walk out like you're like, oh, the other girls are already here. Like, oh, hey. Like, you're just supposed to be here. You clearly see the shocking on everybody's face. And then it's like, oh, let me show you the room I picked out. Are you crazy? I have never, I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I have pure hatred for angie k i hate her face i hate her mannerisms i hate her voice i hate how she acts i literally hate this woman she's in my top worst housewives of all time right next to diana lip licking jenkins yeah agreed i just like you weren't invited no matter what you want to say i'm treated poorly da 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 at the end of the day you wouldn't be treated poorly if you didn't crash my trip you stupid bitch Please pack up your hideous sunglasses and leave. And you don't even acknowledge it. Like, hey, just, you know, I know I wasn't. No, you were. Yeah, go. You know, like you don't even acknowledge it. It just is like, well, I'm here. Like, oh, well, you know, what what the fuck? It wasn't even, oh, well, she was a bitch about it. Like, yeah, I'm here. What are you going to do about it? Well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, she was smug. She was. And then she goes, oh, 
you know, the your gifts. You weren't invited. I don't have a gift bag for you. You why would I have anything for you? I had no idea you were gonna fucking be here. That's what she said. I have gift bags for my guests that I invited for my guests because I did not invite you and I didn't know. And then you want to turn around and say some stupid shit like, oh, well, they it's probably stuff that you know she was given. It was stuff that she was just giving away. Like, what the hell? Oh, there she is reminding me I wasn't invited. Why should she have to remind you? You should know you weren't invited. I'm pretty sure you should be aware of this. I hate that. I was trolling her Instagram yesterday. She's been responding to us. I believe she has restricted us from commenting on her photos, in case you're wondering. Well, she posted, so, you know, when Meredith called security, Angie posted a picture with these two dudes and her brother and was like, this is the only security I need. And she did like this whole like weird photo shoot with umbrellas and these like security guys. Oh God. I wrote, if you call security, maybe they'll remove you from the show. And then she was like, I'm here to stay and like went off. But my comment has 140 something likes on her page. So that's why she's upset. Got it. I hate her. Anyway, uh, Mary has questions. Mary's just trying to get some lunch. And she's like, Mary, sit over here. Mary said, Mary's like, don't talk to me like that. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't like you. I wasn't even talking to you. Like, go away. I love Mary. She's just trying to sit peacefully and eat her food. Yeah, Miriam Cosby and Angie, what? You thought you were going to get Mary of all people on your side? Girl, bye. Mary does not take sides. Mary has one side, and that's on Jesus. And that was crazy, too, when they they all went to get settled into their rooms. I would have been pissed for the first and foremost, okay? You come in and announce this is your room. Then we see this other room, and then Whitney announces that the suite is her room. The biggest room is her room. On my trip, like I, yeah. I don't. The fact that Meredith composed herself for as long as she did is mind-boggling. So I then they all go, was going to choke her. Oh yeah, then they go sit outside, and then the first thing out of Whitney's mouth is, "I can't believe she didn't even say hi to you." You're lucky <laughs> that she didn't kill you. I would have dragged your luggage outside. This is when we need like someone who's unhinged, like Tamara, to be there and be like, "No, you weren't invited," and show yes. her the door. Yes, that's crazy. Well, and then Angie's going for Monica because Monica was like, hey, like you shouldn't be talking to Meredith like that way. And she's like, you don't even know Monica. You don't even know Monica. Like, shut up, Angie. Oh, yeah. She does know that you were being rude to the hostess of this trip. You just crashed because you didn't get a gift bag with a Mm T-shirt. Oh, my gosh. Um, the Meredith has this thing planned. Don't ever do this with me, by the way. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm obsessed with clothing. Clothing, However, I don't want who I'm arguing with currently to pick out my clothing for me. No. Uh, <laughs> no. And not with those store choices either. No. First of all, what were these stores? Second of all, Lisa's like gypsy coin skirt. Like that's an actual uh, costume. That is not a wardrobe item. <laughs> no. I like the top though. The top was cute for her. You like stars. We know this. I love stars. Everybody knows. Uh, but also, you could have told me that we were then going to dinner after. Because like, I definitely yeah. wouldn't have worn. I At thought a it was nice be, place, too. I thought it was going to be like cute and funny. Like, oh, let's try on shit. And then like, let then let's get dressed and go to dinner. I didn't realize I had to wear. Uh, oh, my God. Did you know that Angie's Greek? Uh, I, I've only Greek. missed the 15,000 oh. times she said it. Look at me, Grecian, Grecian, Greek, Grecian. Ugh. Like, I could potentially stop watching the show for because of Angie K. Yeah, she's annoying. I hate her. 
Uh, we get to dinner. They all want to share secrets. No one had a good secret. Meredith's secret was that she used to come to Club Springs as a child. Monica's like, secret. Monica said, hold my beer, or in this case, espresso martini, and was like, yeah, fuck my brother. <laughs> Here you yeah. go. Take that secret. And they're all pretty shocked. Uh, I... <laughs> This dinner was just, I don't even have work. Like, I couldn't even take I, notes. I loved this dinner <laughs> so much because you just, the all of them sitting around this table and these god-awful outfits, the train wreck that's beginning because you see these drinks are flowing. They all look crazy. And Heather, oh my God, I just, I'm so in love with Heather. This is season one Heather for sure. Yeah. And oh, she is back. She hilarious. Is <laughs> hilarious. So we play a game called Warm and Fuzzy and Cold and Prickly, which these games never end well. I don't know no. why we continue to do this. If you would have explained the premise of this game, I'd have been like, uh-uh, this is not, this is not a good dinner time game. We're not doing this. No. So everyone goes through their Warm and Fuzzy, Cold and Prickly. Heather ends up with Angie and she's like, I just don't trust you. Heather and Angie get into it. Lisa's still talking about her ring. Monica says, hey, I get that you lost your ring, but like you're super tone deaf. Look around. Stop complaining about your ring. Well, Lisa, first of all, the Heather and Angie thing, Lisa fueled that fire because all she had to do was be quiet and let her say her prickly and let her say, okay. But then Lisa's over there. Why? Why? Why don't know. Why don't you trust her? Why? It's like, you need to be quiet because you're making this worse. This is what she lied about happened. her perm in ninth grade. I already said this on camera. Exactly. And <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> uh, Meredith. So then Angie wants to know why she wasn't invited. Meredith said, you said we were never going to be friends. Angie said she didn't say that. Meredith wants her out. Angie calls her fake. Meredith then yells for security security, which happens to be the waiter. Oh my God. No. She <laughs> she got up and was like security and, and now her voice has changed and she's got a whole full accent and she goes over to this poor waiter who might even have been a busboy and is like, I need you to remove. I am the host of this <laughs> and I need you to remove this woman from the table. I do not want her here. She's being very rude, disrespectful. And he's like, I'm going to do the best that I can, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Where did you think you were? Not. I mean, she wanted her escorted out. I I mean, I'm kind of torn because, like, production let this happen, obviously. Like, if Meredith wanted to cause a stink, I'm sure she could have, like, left or I have no idea. Well, and Angie's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not not going anywhere. I'm staying right here. But then she's taking digs at her and talking about her dusty jewelry and all this other stuff. Like, well. No one's bought your jewelry since 2015. <laughs> yeah, like why then why are you here? Your whole life is fake, all this whatever. Yeah, why are you here then, Angie? Well, and then Meredith's like, oh, there's other stuff going on. <gasps> you don't get it. I was like, okay, what's happening now? <laughs> like, how did we get here? Lisa tries to console her in her skirt. Wait, you also we also forgot that there was a sheer black top with stars with like a black bra bikini top underneath yes with the (laughs) also sheer gypsy gold or gold silver fake like coins like almost like uh, pirate's treasure yes but then she had a crisp white button down like where did that come from she had it (laughs) 
that she was wearing with her because they they went shopping in their bathing suits. Oh, and so that was she like had her cover it, up. And she said, "I'm not going to Carrie Grant's house for dinner in this <laughs> outfit. Like I'm mortified." So she tied it around her waist. I I can't. Mar- but like Lisa's not the one to console her at this point. No, and she's like, I and it, now here we go back to this thing with Meredith. Like I know things, I know things Fun. about her, and it's like, ooh, okay. Well, and so, so then go. <laughs> oh no, no, she just she's still in this whole. She was almost like a demon possessed. She had this voice and this tone and her eyeballs. Oh my god, it was wild. Um. Well, and then. So she was on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy's like, oh, what are the rumors? And she's like, I've never repeated the rumors. Da, 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 da. I've never said them. And Andy's like, well, they come out, so they must come from Monica. Yes. What I'm, do we think it is? Is Sean gay? I mean, it's a it's a good assumption. <laughs> All those hats he wears, it's really weird. Um, we wrap up. We get in the Sprinter van. SLC loves him a Sprinter van. Let's, oh, let's be real here. That was a nice one, too. Uh, Mary versus Whitney, which is I did not see this coming at all. Mary's furious. You called me pornography, and my favorite. This was this was Chef's kiss for the whole episode. Drunk Heather, head down, couldn't even function. Goes, it was predator, and then like goes back to being. (laughs) She knew full well what Mary meant. She knew she like bridged the the communication gap between Mary and Whitney, (laughs) which is a ginormous (laughs) communication gap. But it was just like she meant predator, and then like back as to she's being, about to yeah. die any moment. Also, just get out of the sprinter van before you throw up. Oh, yeah. Why just sitting there? But she said she couldn't walk. That poor driver was like, mm, nope, nope. Open that door, <laughs> get her out. <laughs> oh, her face. That lady was like, oh, great. I got to clean this shit up. You know what? You know what Dorinda says. Martinis are like tits. Two is good. Three Ugh. is too many. <laughs> I have. Tell, let me tell you, I've had a bad experience with espresso martinis before, and I used to love getting them at this place in the city called Cafe des Amis, and they were delicious. And I would drink them, but I only get like one, and then have dinner. But this time, I had like three or four because they were oh. so delicious that day. Oh <laughs> my god! Let me just say. It's the worst because you're so drunk and you have the spins, but you could not go to sleep because you're jacked up. Oh, that was bad. I never drank <laughs> them after that again. That was really time. were they because these had cream in them. Were they like dairy focused? That's a lot of yeah. dairy to be drinking with the alcohol. Yes. And yeah. And, and also for me, where I can't handle a lot of caffeine to drink fours, also probably a bad idea. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot. Um, anything else on SLC? <laughs> oh no, I love it. It is just, I, I just love it. I'm obsessed. Hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Okay, oh, we're back to S- we're back to OC, folks. Uh, <laughs> uh so we wrap up lunch. Jen calls Ryan again. <laughs> I mean, I think we just leave this poor man alone at this point. Like, I, I, I what, what do you think? I mean, I understand her calling and being so upset, but if I was him, I'd be like, look, we're Tell either in this to yeah. leave my name out of your mouth. Yeah. Like we're either, t- we're in this together or we're not like, I'm not going to keep going down this road with you. You either trust me. You don't trust me. I understand how frustrating that is, especially hearing this constantly brought up from your friend group, but it's like, don't keep calling me crying about this shit. Like ask me these questions. And I've already told you a million times. And I, if I was tailored, I'd be like, don't call him. Let's just talk. 
let's just sit here, calm down. Also, like, Taylor you know? is not who I want near me when I'm having a bad no, day. No, but that was our only friend right now. She's a mess. I know. Um, Vicky got a happy ending. Oh More, my god! Several happy endings. <laughs> oh my god! This story. I will say. I don't know if it was like a season off. I don't know what it is. Like she's killing it right now. Oh, she's story. funny. She's light. I mean, she's like, I, I'm all about it. Yeah, no, but I could have done without that story. But so you put your feet at the base of your vagina. I'm confused. And uh, that lets I, them know that you want a happy ending. Uh I've already I told this never... story, but I got a massage in the city from a very nice hotel from this lady, and she touched my I... balls. Yes, I know. Three times. <laughs> Three times. Three times. I know. I don't know because I've never gotten a happy ending, but apparently Vicky knew the trick to do to move her feet because she knew what she was about to get. Mm. Yeah. She Wild. was getting that, getting that happy ending. All about it. $40, $40 massage. Uh, Vicky starts yelling, you've got five kids. You got to make your marriage work. Uh, J- Jen is a much better person than I am. Let me tell you, because when Tamara came back the 17th time after dragging me and be like, let's be friends again. I'm like, no, oh, no, no. I'd be like, like, fuck you, bitch. Don't you get even come one over chance. You better use that one chance. Cause there is no coming back from this. I no, I, And I, it's not that simple for, uh, you know, a group of people to sit here and judge like, I understood where Vicky was coming from because she's saying like, I wish I wouldn't have picked this dirt bag over my good husband, Don Gunvalson, but I did. So say it in that way. But when you say like, you should make it work. You have all these kids. Like you don't know what the relation, we don't really know what happened between her and her husband. Yeah. He could have been a not nice man. Like we don't know. He looked pretty nice. I saw the photos. <laughs> yeah, but You know what I mean? Like we don't know. So you can't say that to her. I just like at some point Jen has to be like, you know what, Tamara? Like, we're just net we you and I ain't never gonna be friends in the words uh-uh. of Ryan Lockin. No, absolutely not. Um, Shannon didn't brush her teeth for four days. That I don't understand. That was the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. And then she's talking about she used the towel to wipe her teeth. No, she used her finger and put toothpaste on her finger and brushed with her finger. Oh, that does not that's not gonna do Let it. Let me tell you, I love brushing my teeth. <laughs> Yeah, that's... I don't know how you could go four or five days. You should never. Um, Heather and Emily, Emily's upset that Heather just recently followed her on Instagram. Oh. I, where do you fall on this? I feel like they're just nitpicking and being petty at this point. Like she said, she took a break. She unfollowed because she was gonna didn't want to have a FOMO, and that like why does it matter? But I feel like it just made was made into this big, huge thing. Everybody's just picking. It's like everybody can't have an issue with one person at, at, always. Like you've got to stop doing that because one person has it and then they all jump on it. Yeah. And everybody jumps on her like that. I don't feel like is fair, especially Gina jumping on. Like Gina just wants to like crucify Heather for no reason. Right. But you sit here and keep saying, I thought we were real friends. I thought we were real friends. Like we're well, not acting like her real friend. How about that mini hot mic moment when Heather's like, I hate all of them. Yeah, I would. She was shit. She had every right to feel that way. I would say that, too. Yeah. Uh, Again, confiding in Taylor. What are the women? Please. (laughs) Don't talk to her. She already told all your business before. No. And she'll go to TMZ and go, wow, this is going to be the best reunion ever. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, 
we get to the shaman again. Uh, Jen and Tamara round seventeen. I, again, I would not be making up with Tamara at this point. I would just be like, we uh, we're we're done here. Don't ever speak of me or Ryan again. If you do, I will cont- I, I will annihilate you with words. Agree. Um, I <laughs> was laughing out loud at Shannon trying to walk over that. <laughs> like Shit. that's why I'm here. I'm here for them. That's a prank. That's a perfect prank. Like, hey, Shannon, you got to walk over this net. When there was a full wood walkway. Yeah. Shoes off, yelling at strangers not to touch her. No one was touching her. No one was touching her. No one was close. Then she's on the ground. Her spanks are out. Like, the ass is out. What is going on? Crying. Vicky's crying. We can't walk over this thing. I'm like, oh, my God. I was dying. However, I do want to go to that restaurant. It did look really nice. Yeah. Uh, Tamara, just being messy again. Like, I, I don't know where this is coming from. Uh, Tamara is a messy person. But, like, why are you stirring the pot? So I don't, like, why? You literally, like, slit Jen's throat at brunch. Yes. And you make up with Jen, and then you come back guns blazing for Heather. Like, what What do you want? What, do you just not want to have a nice time anywhere? I don't think she does. I don't get it. And I get it. I get she's messy. I get, like, she stirs whatever. But even, like, we've gotten to a point where Vicky's even leaving Vicky's like, oh, I'm too old for this. Like, I don't want to fight anymore. And she's crying, <laughs> making it about herself, obviously. True. Yes. Aries. Uh, crying, sipping tequila shots at the bar by herself. So wild. But like, if Vicky has grown out of this, like, will Tamara ever grow out of this? I don't know. I can't. I would hope so, because it's kind of annoying. Uh, Heather says, no, I didn't say Shannon's name. I did say Tamara's name. And Emily goes, oops, I guess I owe her like an apology or send her a letter or something. Oh, God, <laughs> but Emily. like, why was it that I would have brought that up? Be like, this is your source just said she was wrong. I said Tamara. But now yeah. Shannon's mad. I can't. Yeah, and Shannon's like, oh, she's always trying to take me down. No, Emily Emily said the wrong thing. Yes, totally. Heather leaves. Gina's crying now. I don't don't know why. Shannon's blaming Heather for more gossip. I, like, what? I hope y'all watch this back and be like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was not. That loser comment at BravoCon was 100% Tamara. Yeah. How are you going to pin that on Heather? Like, what? I can't. Yeah. It's, Have some common uh, I, sense. It's I don't think it's like right. they just want a reason to be mad at Heather and be like, oh, let's bring her down a peg because she's got $55 million now. Yeah, don't be mad. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Next week is the finale. Wild Tamara versus Heather showdown at the Halloween party. This looks insane. I can't wait. The editing, the producing, everything looks I, I'm here for. It. Like, bring it on. And Heather's trying to show the women that, like, Tamara's been doing all of this behind the scenes and none of them want to believe it, which is crazy to me. Well, you're all about to see it. Yeah. Um, questions? Anything else on OC? No, no, no. I'm so ready for this reunion. I know. So we've got two reunions coming up. We've got OC and New York. Um SLC's running through. We're going to have Married to Medicine coming back. I'm going to be watching. We're, we're probably not going to cover Below Deck Med 
Um, even though depending on how much I hate Captain Sandy, it does look pretty like a crazy season. So maybe we'll just do like mini recaps. Um, yeah, I'll try it. I mean, I love me some, you know, below deck. Did you hear in Down Under when he was like, oh, I'm headed to Thailand. You should join me. I wonder if they're going to do a spinoff. Oh. Give me all the below decks. I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I cannot believe, again, Jamie kissed Luca. That was... When mostly, that, because, I was like, oh. mostly because I want to kiss Luca, but... Really? I thought he was too short for you. He's too short, but I can still see what the lips are like. Okay. Take that tongue for a test drive. No. She did. She wasn't going to miss that moment. Um, Yeah, wild. Uh, but that is a wrap on episode 153. I didn't even think of a title. What should we call it? Oh. I don't know. That's a good one. There are so many things this week. I know. You can leave. Uh, We're gonna call it you can, we'll call it You Can Leave. Uh, Meredith yeah. really coming through this season, folks. And I'm not a married yeah. fan. You all know that. So for me to say that for about her is a very nice compliment. She was like a woman possessed. The oh, devil yeah. jumped in her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a martini tonight, by the way, because now Meredith spurred that for me. Oh, enjoy. One, don't don't overdo it. I know. Well, it's Big Brother double elimination tonight. Big Brother is fantastic right now. If you all are interested, again, three nights a week, but it's really, really great. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you're watching. Like us, rate us, follow us as always. Uh, that's all I got today. Fantastic. Me too. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye.